All right, here we go. Welcome. It's Friday. It is. October 9th. All day. It's kind of chilly. A little bit chilly. It smells like pavement outside, so we're not outside. We're in the Kung Fu movie room, and we are chilling. We're enjoying some biker blend from Backroom, Backroom Coffee Roasters yeah, in Galena, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Just needed some straight warm coffee today. It is. It's just it's just chilly enough today that it's like, ugh. Yeah. It's going to be nice by the afternoon, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll be warm. And it'll be nice and sunny. But it's definitely mm-hmm. chilly. I, dude, I've been sleeping good with the windows open now. Mm. About 40s. Oh, yeah. I wish I could open the windows. I have a, my wife has the allergies, so yeah. no windows. And I think my neighbor lets their dog out at weird-ass times of the night, too, which is annoying. But mm. Mm, that's, that's nice. Need. That's mm. what we need. Just good. Yeah. Good coffee-flavored coffee right here, man. This is what you throw in the thermos, the Stanley thermos. You take to, you know, if you're a lumberjack or something, you take that, you know. Agreed. That's a good... uh a good description of it. Just what you take with <clears throat> you. Yeah. This is like a, it's like a little bit more oily though than like a standard kind of like light medium. You know? Well, yeah, definitely. I think we've established that we're able to do that now. <laughs> you get like a, a coffee that tastes like a good coffee, but has more oils in it. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot better. Yeah. And like, cause all the flavors there and it's brewed right. I got the temperature good today yeah, too, it man. Is. It's pretty spot perfect. On. Well, that's what I've noticed about backrooms coffees is like, they're all very nicely oily and they're like, very, very yeah. properly <clears throat> overly oily, oily by any means. There's some like flavored coffees out there that carry an oil that are too like slimy it's, almost. It's like, not yeah. Well, it's this is just the oil in the bean though. Yeah, it's something very, that they do. It all it stays. It's very natural. Yeah, very clean. Yeah, like they have a magic touch to keep all the oils in the bean while they roast it. Right. I don't know. I don't want to know. I want to yeah, do I magic. I don't want to, if they don't know, whatever, don't touch it, don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it, just keep it the way it is, because they're all good. Because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the horse was probably the most oily bean I've ever handled, really. It's so shiny. It's a very shiny, oily bean. It's amazing. Yeah, I had some the other day, and man, oh, it just hit the spot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they have a pea berry, though, I want to try. They have a pea berry? They have a pea berry. Boy, I just had some, I had two Roasting Joe's pea berry yesterday. Oh, it was good. Joe's pea berry. Oh, it was so good. Yep. Mm. I was, when he, the farmer's markets were kicking, I was snatching that up left and right whenever I could. Yeah. He had it on hand pretty well. Um, yeah, it was definitely a new thing this summer. Yeah. But you just got me some cold coffee containers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think those are the ones, well, like, if you've ever gotten, like, Kroger's cold brew, mm-hmm. like, those are the same jugs or whatever. It looks very similar anyway. Oh, really? Okay. So... Dark brown says coffee on it. It's perfect, yeah. We were talking about needing like more more space for cold brew and stuff. So yeah, we're needing more storage. So I'm gonna make some cold brew. Yep. Mm, what we need up. to do is make some like coffee ice cubes to put into the cold brew when we just do it, so we just don't even lose any potency. We just go, <laughs> dude. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll make some like cafe Bastello ice cubes, and that'll be the shot that goes into the. Oh the cold man, brew. I can I can do that right now. I have an ice cube shot. tray. Yes. The the ice melting shot. Oh, we're doing that. <laughs> we're doing that. That's I just got some sweet. very like, there's like, it's espresso style Bastello, I guess. Hmm. But like I, got, I picked up some of that. Like I don't know. I thought it already was espresso style. Well, yeah, dang. What's espresso style espresso? Yeah, so it must just be instant. darker or something. Something. But uh, I'm gonna mocha pot some of that probably tomorrow. So. Oh heck yeah! So it's not instant. It's it's, it's, ca- it's cafe bastello, but it's, it's in the tin. Yeah, it's cafe bastello in the tin, but it's like espresso. It's like darker and like at least oh, it's advertised that way. 
All right, give that a shot. Now, as far as like a random coffee you can buy in a grocery store, Cafe Bastille is my stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, especially like in like mainstream coffee. You're like, fuck, what do I go to? Like, if when in, and it's very available. Like, it's available. It's super available. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you're like, oh shit, I'm in a foreign place. Uh, like, I need some comforting coffee. I need consistency here. I need to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, yeah get Cafe Bastille is your stuff. Yep. That oh. was. Yeah, and it's just it's hyper available. You'll find that in probably the most remote places in the world, probably. <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place. So everyone loves some Bastello. Definitely. Ah, so that's like, I think some Bastello in the mocha pot. That's about as good as it gets. Like on a good day, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I mocha potted. Um, or no, I've, um, I um, I did. I mocha potted some uh, the Alto Grande. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet that's insane. I'm gonna get. I'm probably gonna order a bag of that shit. Yeah. So that stuff was. Did you, good. you didn't finish off the pound I gave you. No, I did. No, Holy I totally shit. Did. Oh yeah. Dude, oh I, my god. I'm one. Whenever I make coffee, I make it for two people. So like that's one. Okay. So like, you always yeah. make it kind of just for yourself. Yeah, I just make it for myself. So that yeah. Yeah. So like I always make it kind of for two, but then also I drink it. I <laughs> drink more. So yeah. I drink it. Oh. So it goes. That's awesome. Like, uh, the Karamo, I drowned that pretty quick. Like, mm. I burned through it, man. Like, mm. and I, I make it for other people. Like, mm. I made some for my sister the other day. I think I made her some of the Alto Grande. Oh, nice. Yeah, she liked it. Nice. Very good. Uh, but, uh, mm. Biker Blend's hitting the spot today. It is. Nice and dark, but not like, it's not a dark roast. Yeah. But it yeah. is dark and it's no, not bitter. Not at all, but actually. It has like a slight, like, bite to it, though, which is. Uh, it definitely has that darker coffee bite without being too overpowering. Yeah. Oh. Which they can be. Like, I find some of the dark roasts can be like, that's fine. Like, the horse, that'll kick you in the face. It's just, like, oh. you gotta be in the mood. The ho- Yeah, it's strong like a dark coffee, but the horse, again, is just its own... It's a different beast. Its own thing. Yeah, I can't even... To call it dark, dark roast, I think, mislabels it. Because <laughs> it is a dark roast, but that's it's a, so different. That's midnight roast. That's yeah. dark shit. Yeah, oily midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Dark Horses, my favorite like movie growing up there, see Black Beauty. Did you ever see that? I love that movie. I've read the great, book. Uh, oh, I have it. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was like my that was my movie as a kid, and I had this little figurine, and, like it wasn't Black Beauty, but I was like, this is Black Beauty, obviously. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, think no. I still have that horse Black Beauty's, figurine somewhere. That's cool. That was a great. Um, depending on, well, we're far enough apart in age, we might be talking about two different movies. I think it was the old one. Okay, cool. Because I love the old one. My mom. Should, I remember my mom. Okay, yeah, your mom's she, on point. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, she's so. good. All right, cool. Because yeah, it's the old one that I love. Uh, that was a great one. There's a sequel actually that was really cool. Oh really? Same same kid. Okay. Yeah, it was actually really good. If memory serves me correctly. I have to check it out. Um, sometimes I mix and match, like um, you know Steve Prefontaine is the distance. Yeah, runner? yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there's two movies about his life. There's the one with Jared Leto, called Prefontaine. And then there's another one called Without Limits that is someone else, right? They came out about the same time, though. Why did they do that? I don't know I why. Like they do that like they came out like, mu- like almost exactly the same time, right? So here's the thing. I saw both of them, loved both of them. Didn't realize till years later that in my head I made them into one movie. Like, I remember oh, okay. my favorite, since it's about the, the same guy, I took the best chunks from both and put it into my head. And then, like, I saw, like, a bit of Prefontaine on TV the other day. Like, not the other day, but, like, it's years ago. And I was like, wait a second. Oh, fuck. Those are two different films. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit. And, like, I've never been able to bring myself to get them. 
Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, I don't want to fuck up the memory now. Right. <laughs> You're like, well, I made this own movie in my head that I like better. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want to mess it up. I'm gonna keep that so, alive. So uh, that's why I say I say that to put my Black Beauty memory like, just maybe. Right. There might have been a sequel. It could have been the same kid, but maybe I'm remembering it different. <laughs> yeah, in your head, <laughs> you wanted it to turned be that it, guy. Yep, <laughs> turned it to what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Sometimes it's better. Just keep it that way. Leave mm-hmm. it alone. Definitely. It's what it is. Um. Also, another sad thing, Eddie Van Halen died. We're talking about it a little bit. Oh. That was my first, like, holy shit, I don't be like that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Uh. In terms of being like, but he was such a virtuoso so early, like, at, at a young age. He was a concert pianist, and, like, he was very highly oh, trained in music. That's yeah. why his fingers are so good. Yeah, no, he has... Okay. That's the thing, like, you listen to a lot of their later music and a lot of the piano influence that, like, David Lee Roth didn't like, Sammy Hagar did like. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to splice in Just all the piano. Do it. Splice in yeah. all this. So you hear a lot more, like, his, his concert pianist skills come through there. Oh, okay. But then yeah. he just taught himself guitar because yeah. he knew music. He knew so music, like, so music's music. Yeah, so he would oh. just sat on the end of his bed and just fucking pluck away and, you know, just hours and hours and hours and turned into what he turned into and... You know, if you don't know it, like Van Halen, go listen to Eruption, like the solo Eruption. Like, oh, yeah. That's like mind-meltingly insane. Or if, um, like, uh, Beat It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Eddie Van Halen, the that guitar. Was, that was before yeah. he was famous, and that was like kind of a favor to... Yeah, it was almost like a like favor to a friend kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll do a cool card. Most people don't really know that that's him playing it. I'm like, I'm always like, when that song comes, I'm like, do you know who that guitar solo is? Yeah. Do you know? And people are like, no. I'm like, I fucking do. <laughs> I do, man, yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten about that until like it was mentioned in his passing and they're talking about it. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. yeah. So I remember that being a really cool thing. Like, yeah. He, he, uh, he had so many just cool performances. Uh, obviously, like, they were just toward the world and were Van Halen, but like he did other stuff on like, not the side or like, but like he did like a Les Paul tribute show, like, to Les Paul, the guy who created Les Paul guitars. Nice. And, yeah. Um, he like did, did like a tribute show, and he like plucked like a keyboardist, a bassist, and like someone else from another band, and like he was playing, and they all just oh, did nice. like a thing, like, super group, yeah, yeah, super cool, and <clears> just like <throat> unbelievable performances and tri- you know tributes to things, just so many things that were impactful to me. Like I played guitar when I was a kid, and like because cool. of him, and like yeah. I was like really like massively impactful so like a little nostalgia there you know oh that's kind of sad to see that but he was a mm. avid smoker that was kind of his thing and, uh, and he battled cancer several times i mean and won several times but then continued to smoke and do the thing so like yeah meet your maker yeah a little bit but at the same time it was kind of like we were talking about it like he found what he loved and let it kill him and did the thing, thing and, and hey man he did the thing you know? he did it he did a pretty good life in uh, the way he wanted to. I mean, his his kid seems to love him. Yep. So That's, you know, then I guess you're, you're good. Valerie Bertinelli is exactly. It still is like, like yeah. Still is very fond of him and stuff. Like, nothing. That's like some people they die and they're like fuck that fuck guy. that guy. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. No. No. Everyone no. seemed to be genuinely like sad. Yeah. I hope so. His, I hope his casket is the Frankenstein pattern of his red and white stripes. <laughs> that would be so awesome. That would only be fitting. Oh, super fitting. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm very like when celebrities die or you know whatever I'm always like ah whatever but like yeah, people, people eat, like that that have, you know have an impact to me and I'm, obviously that's why I'm like when celebrities die I'm like ah oh, people get it I get it people are sad yeah you know? um, 
Because uh. so few impacted me, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. few, like, iconic people like that impacted me, but, like, yeah. that one definitely did, you That know? one get you. Edward Ludwig Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, man. Yeah. You know? What? 2020, man. Yeah, no fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that shit sucks. Yeah. But that's very bad. I mean, I don't think COVID got him, so I mean. No, it was, you know, it was. I don't know. I was telling you how I like. It's a weird, comforting thing when people get cancer and there's a definite reason. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah. smoked, he had throat cancer, he died of throat cancer. Like, okay, cool. Absolute cause. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's like choice. When, when young I'm fine people with that. get random cancer and like, it's. Oh! Like, my, yeah. You know, you, we talked like. like I have people in my life that you know that stuff pops up. It's like what the you're like what the fuck? fuck? Where does that come from? And like, you're like it's, there it's, is no, there is no way to even begin to find out. You know? Yeah, and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Which is, uh, <sighs> but yeah, you're right. When there is like sort of just the direct cause and root, and kind of happy about it, you're like ah fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like it's cool. Like at least you 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 caught you chose it. Like, and you caused it, and you're cool with it, yeah. and that's I just, I don't know, that's just better to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, like, there's so much nostalgia behind it. Like, my dad introduced me to it, you know. Like, you got to see the best 80s concerts ever, yeah. dude. I don't even know. That's like, like, wow. Yeah, my parents introduced me to that <laughs> early on, and, like, they took me to Van Halen concerts. Like, I saw them twice. Once or twice, I think, um, when they were touring. So yeah, you know, and that's when I was young, young. But obviously, it was great. And like, they went to Van Halen concerts through, or, you know, throughout the years. They've seen them in different stages and whatnot. And like, uh, I saw Aerosmith. I saw Lenny Kravitz. I saw a couple other people like that. Very. That's I thought, awesome. I thought at the concert, like Lenny Kravitz was better than Aerosmith. Like the, Lenny Kravitz opened for Aerosmith, and I was like, Oh, yeah, nice. Lenny Kravitz is better, in my opinion. But that's cool. You know, whatever. Lenny Kravitz um, is the man. Mm. But yeah, like, mm. um, I remember just getting, like, kind of made fun of coming up because I liked that sort of, like, older music and shit and, like, that... You liked quality. Yeah, it was just, like, that sort of <laughs> thing and, like, that wasn't popular when I was, like, young. You, you'd have fit in in Athens, buddy. Right. You'd been okay. Ooh. Everyone was but, pretty much still into, like, 60s and 70s stuff right, there, right. so... Yeah. But yeah, and I really just got into their music and, and just because of him and his style of playing and like mm-hmm. what it was so i mean it's a testament to like having a great baseline skill of mm-hmm. if you're a concert pianist if you're that good then you can take that and just make it into any music yeah but yeah. then just to sit down and just go all in like he picked up a guitar and just started fucking with it right and was like well, his brother who was uh, the drummer in van halen was also a trained concert pianist like they were both that's cool and then they just went fucking rock and roll <laughs> rock and roll's better <laughs> fuck Take, take these good skills and make them rock. Yeah. So, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, that brings up something I want to talk about with you. Because you're a very good example of this. Of um, going all in. Of being a generalist is a cool thing. But being a specialist. Of really diving into a topic. Mm-hmm. And that is your life. Like, there are, I'd say numerous examples, probably more than I can think of, but not that many overall, of people who just full-on committed to something and became fucking great at it. Eddie Van Halen being a great example of such a thing. Yeah. 
And say like with you in jujitsu, you really went all in. I mean, it's, you know, you've had opportunities to get out. Yeah. Oh yeah. To do other things. Every day you could. Like you, all it takes is just not go back. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time, you know, and I, I kind of did it with Taekwondo, but I mean, I guess I'm, I like to think that I didn't because I also went to college, mm -hmm. but yeah, I went to college because. I majored in something because I wanted to learn how to kick yeah, people harder. So right, it was right. still all in. Still yeah. there. Still yeah. there. It was motivation. Yeah, it was motivation to do the thing. So it's all in. But um, it gives you an expertise in a way that it's unmatched. Like if you get through to the other side, you're like, you're there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think of someone like Henry Akins or Jake McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. Jake, who just as a teenager, like, Went from Canada to Brazil and just decided to live in Brazil. Yeah. You know, Jake plays guitar. Really? He like, nice. plays the hell out of guitar. He's really okay. good. Yeah. But he speaks he's, he speaks Portuguese. He speaks Portuguese, Portuguese so well that people think he's Brazilian. Yeah. Okay. You know, and he's famous for his half guard and yeah. travels the world just right. teaching seminars and shit, right? Yeah. You know, but there's a guy who was just like barely knows how to use a phone. But damn, he's one of the most interesting human beings I know. You know, and I, I I make that comparison between you and him all the time. Yeah, yeah. As that he's your future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, going all in is, I, I it's weird because I've never not been all in at this point. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I understand that. I don't know what it's like to not be. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's weird, like, branching out into other shit and, like, and then applying other things. Yeah. Because, like, I learned a lot from that stuff. So, like, I apply... Mm -hmm. Even just, like, emotional fortitude to a certain situation, and, like, that can help pay off, like, mm -hmm. but... Well, I mean, um, oh, I hate to interrupt, but I gotta, mm -hmm. I gotta finish this thought. Like, I, I, I tell my daughter, like, there are many reasons you have to do jujitsu until you graduate high school. Like, we've had this discussion, I'm like, you can't quit. Because every once in a while, she wants to quit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, don't we all? But, um, I'm like, okay, so, beyond the obvious ones of self-defense and it, the very likely save your life one day. Mm -hmm. It's going to teach you grit. Yeah. Like, it's hard. They were doing takedowns last night. And she got tossed. She got t shit tossed out of her a few times. And got back up and was like, I'm good. And started going for it and getting after it. But it's, you know, it's just little things. Yeah. It's not a constant grind 24 hours a day. But that hour of class, you know, a couple, even just a couple times a week is a way in. Yeah, yeah. There's a way into experiences and grit and just, you know, struggle in a positive direction that you otherwise would not have. Oh, but okay, sorry. No, yeah, yeah there's like, that's, <laughs> it's a good example, like, because I've had, so I, you know, you're only, you're living life and that's your only really point of reference to live from, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so it's like, I've only really ever done jujitsu like this, so it's like, you don't know any other way. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Any you don't other know way. how to. Or, you know. Oh. Uh, I can only really imagine another way. So. Mm -hmm. Then I have to remind myself that ninety nine point nine percent of the population is not going to be remotely as interested as it I has am. Has no idea things. what you're going at. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, or, or and even the people that are interested, it's going to take a lot to get to a certain point of understanding. Yeah. It's like. Mm. That's it's... why you have to like find a way to teach where you're not like. Oh, it's so weird and like hard to say. You're not like. Yeah. dumping your soul into it in a way that you're emptying your cup but you're letting okay i know out. i know exactly what you mean i've yeah. been there i've dumped, I put out. too much in you're letting enough out yeah. to be like for those who are interested that'll be like that they'll, they'll dig in and start to 
Yeah, you put so much of your soul into it that you're just, it just, it hurts your feelings. Oh, yeah. To the point where, like, it, it just, it's painful. Absolutely. Like, so you have to kind of, you got to ratchet it back because, like I said, you're going to find one in a thousand people that are as into it as you're in that's going to, they're going to get it. That'll you're, get it. And then, that, you know, then their life factors into it the way they handle their background their mm -hmm. stories mm -hmm. their this their future everything factors into it they might leave it might be this like yep there's so many things that could and would and mm -hmm. might happen you know? yeah very few things are permanent your yeah. own personal training can be permanent but where you train who yeah. you train with who you learn from none of that is permanent no matter how much you want it to be right so dumping your soul into that one thing when it goes it crushes you yeah yeah it sucks that's sort of like yeah, Again, like so. the mistake I made in the past, you know, mm -hmm. you know, getting that invested, and you know, then yeah, you get the foundation crumbles, and then you're fucked for a while, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But you either get out then, or you double down. So I guess I would double down. Guess you double down. <laughs> guess you double down. Realize it was in you and yeah. not in everything around you. So, not to say that that's like the easy choice. It was not like mm -mm. I told a lot of people. I was like, I'm fucking done, y'all. Like I'm out. Like I told a lot, like I was done, and like I was for like a week or two, probably. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like walking away for. Then I found myself doing something. I was like, "God damn it!" All right, like goddamn Baron Bolos. But, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even then, it's just like, even just recently, we had a group of people that you know that left, and just because like there's another opening, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a bunch of people went with. Yeah, them. and that's fine. That happens. That totally happens. It's that's like a, a thing. Thing. Like, Everyone goes with their favorite. Yeah. And well, that's, it's, I wouldn't even say like favorite. It's just like who has an impact or like who has more of a hand on people. It's, it isn't even like a, a oh, personal thing to the point. It's just like they were there more days for them. You know, that's I mean? a like, better description of it. Yeah. Cause I, I was part of a crew that did that once at a school. Yeah. yeah. And I like, went, we, I was part of that crew that left. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing. I've been a part of crews that left. I've been a part of crews that stayed. stayed. Yeah. I've yeah, been, yeah. I've been all over that, man. Yeah. I've been, I've been kind of um, on every aspect of that one. So. But it, that, and of course, like it hurts because, like, I don't, I, I miss people, you know, like, the, yeah, this is a group of people that I enjoyed. And, like, as soon as you give knowledge to people, they have a piece of you, you know, so it's like, okay, like, yeah, you're yeah. gone, you know, so that's, that, but of course, it's not like I hold any, like, personal grudge, by any yeah, but you can't let it be a grudge, you can't be offended or hurt well, that, that they left, you can't, like, let it be negative. No, it's it, just, it isn't, it can, it's it, just, it is what it is, like, yeah, and, and people tell themselves a story in their head that like I would be upset about it. it's like no just be straightforward about mm -hmm. it tell me what is going on like I'd rather you do that and then we just part ways in a fine way instead of like there's a, a picture and like oh what the fuck is this like, <laughs> you know is it emotional maturity on your part is it a change in the culture is it because I can like that's how like I act the same way you act if someone leaves very understanding it's okay. If I leave some player like that, I want the person to be that way to me. Mm -hmm. But I can think of maybe once that has happened. Yeah. Just yeah. one time. Well, yeah, and I, I wasn't I super emotionally invested in that, like the boxing school I was at. But when I couldn't go anymore, I had to, just told my coach and he's like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. And it's funny because I'm a grown ass man at the time. And then like, I felt like a little kid for a second, like, oh. That is what I always wanted a coach to you be just like. Want someone to say it's I just okay. want to say it's okay, and I understand, and I'm not mad at you for leaving. You got a life. Yeah, like it's totally fine. Right. But then you know, every other time as a kid, you leave, man. It's, you're the enemy. Yeah. yeah. It's Cobra Kai. It is. It's old yeah. school. Yeah. 
<laughs> and just, yeah, being a part of both groups and knowing, like, sort of the narrative that is there, you know. Mm-hmm. Not into it. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't like it. And I don't even, feel and that even way. then, it like takes two to tango in that. It's like, say there is a split, you know, it takes two sides to be like, it's like that funny ass meme, like there's there's a fence and there's dogs barking at each other and then like the fence lifts and they just walk away from each other. Like, yeah. There's nothing there, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So it's only a problem if you make it a problem. Yeah, and it's, I time. mean, on your end, you got to not make it a problem. Yeah. Even if the other person is. But when both people, it's not a problem. It's very cool. Like when I left, when I left you. Oh yeah. I asked you about it. I cleared it with you. Like I thought, I felt that was the right thing to do, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, man." Yeah, it's like one hundred percent cool. That's a, getting into more of like <coughs> understanding how business works on that end helped me understand that sort of thing too. Like, oh really? Okay. It isn't personal. Like it, it wasn't like you disliked me and was like, "I need to get out of here." Yeah. You know, whereas. An instructor who doesn't know anything about this, that, or whatever could very easily paint that picture in his head. It's like, why are they leaving me? Or like, why is this? It's like, now you're like, I mean, you just had a different need and you needed to fulfill that need. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And even if, even if they don't, even if it is someone, like if you're the instructor and someone dislikes you and leaves, mm. cool. They need to go with someone they like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need yeah. to go with the right teacher. If you're that's, not the right teacher, exactly. that's, that's a good thing. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like teaching and being a student and is this a two-way street like mm-hmm. it flows both ways like, the, the, the fit's got to be there if you really want it to work if you do not understand the ways that i do things like granted i'll work really hard to make to, find a way that you do and that's great you know but at the same time like you need to have you need to help me out a little too <laughs> you know? yeah yeah but if, if find a way to work with me if, if it's not there don't force it yeah exactly it's yeah, like, so either way and that's the luxury of like modern jujitsu or modern martial arts it's like you can shop around you know? And it's again, nice. that's like the business aspect is like, it's fine to shop around. You know, mm-hmm. most people go to a gym's cause it's close to their fucking house. Yep. You know, people get into this like weird loyalty thing and this, and I think it's cause it's convenient most of the time. Most like, of the time people want it to be loyalty and team and all that shit. I'm and sorry, but that's just not in. Yeah. 99% not of people. It. That's not it, man. It's not it. <laughs> it's like, close to your house. Yeah. I remember once, um, I remember multiple times I've had conversations with parents about that when I was still teaching on that primary reason they went to the school is because we're close to the house. Yeah. yeah. And it was for our time, like the Taekwondo schools that I taught at were really good. Mm-hmm. I can think of all the flaws in my head because it's, you know, that, but, um, they were top of the line for their time. Yeah. But, you know, when, you know, I, it took me a long time to listen to parents to say that, like, Yes, we come here because you're convenient. It's great that you're a good school, but you're five minutes from my house. Right. And that's about as far as I'm willing to go because we have all these other things to do. Exactly, exactly. And to like not be offended by that or not read into something else or like be pissed when they went to a place that's even closer and be like, right. oh, what do you know, loyalty. You know, like it took right. me a long time to like learn the logistics of that. Right. And then, right. you know, it was, you know, by the time I became a parent, I started to figure it out. Because, like, at one point, we were traveling really far to go to a Taekwondo school. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, out of some stupid-ass loyalty. I'm like, they don't even want to do this anymore. I wish yeah, that I they did. We could train at home, but they don't want to train. Right. All right, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> at certain point, again, like, I was, <clears throat> in my head, like, I boil that back down. Just, like, it's business. It's bad business. If it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it's not there. Like you said, the logistics don't add up. Like, nope. It's fine. Like, like yeah. that has nothing to do with like you as a person, as an instructor, as whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, you know. 
But then at the same time, it's like, oh, if you talk shit, whatever, well, we can fight again. Like, <laughs> we can fight. Like, we I'll fight. Be, that's the thing. When you were here, I was being nice to you. So, like, then mm-hmm. I don't have to be nice to you anymore. They so. wouldn't be nice. Like, <laughs> now you, you know, yeah. this is good. We can go. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's, I wish. Because I've been a part of so many weird, bad splits where it's like, <laughs> yeah. People, I've been, yeah, I've been a part of a few of those. It's just so weird. Like, and people are like, enemies for life. Re- this one. No, this recent one. No way. Good, that was like, totally cool. Very good. But, like, in the past, and, like, one, it was, like, a big one, like, Columbus grappling splits, you know? Like, you all kind of come from the same place, that no, community. No, in a fashion, yeah. I was, like, it's so funny. I was looking on my Facebook the other day, and um, a handful of people that I'm not friends with, that I have, like, 27 friends in common with. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck is every, how are we all connected? Like, this sucks. I could, like, I could trace some of those people back to, oh, my God, I think I got you into jujitsu. How right. the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Like, that wasn't, yeah, oh, my. <laughs> uh, but actually, like, on the other end of that, it's like, yes, people leave. But actually, another huge point of pride for me is, like, when people come back to me. Mm-hmm. You never come back to, you mm-hmm. know. I love that. That is. I do love that. Very nice. When like, people travel around and they come back and realize that, like, you're the spot. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, told you. <laughs> or like, thank you for coming back. Yeah. Or, or you're like, just kind of yeah. like, I learned better from you. Or, <clears throat> like, you know, just like the atmosphere. Yeah. Like, That's, you know, um, something I think is actually much more common now. I used to encourage people to do that. Mm-hmm. Even as, as early as the late 90s. Um, early 2000s, especially, I started getting into it. Of, I'm like, go train somewhere else. Yeah. Go see what it's like. Yeah. Don't guess. You know, and I was always fully confident those people would come back. Mm-hmm. And if they did, cool. And if they didn't, like, I, I don't know, depending on time frame, I might have been pissed. But um, but I, because I got to train all over the place, I got to see all the different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that. So I was like, travel around. Know what you have. Well, yeah, that's like, again, sort of recent, like, realizations. Like, I got cycled through so many different associations and coaches and shit. And, like, at the time, it really bothered me just because I'm like felt like nobody wanted me and like nobody nobody wants to be our coach and like all this shit and i felt like well how are we ever going to do this but like in retrospect it's like i got to see a lot of different ways you realize you got the better education yeah i got a lot of different ways to do a lot of different things yeah Um, i mean being all in if you aren't going to quit then you're the center point and everyone's flowing past you yeah and so like you get all these different looks those, those were your different classes you know yeah um and that's that. And if you have you know an instructor that you've had since you were twelve, and you've had, and you're you know twenty five, and you know they've given you your black belt, like that's great. You know I have a place in my heart that wanted that, but at the same time, I one I'm not gonna travel back and do it all over. Two, I'm now more grateful for the weird situation that I had, like uh-huh. <laughs> in a yeah. fashion, in terms of knowledge and getting exposure, I suppose. Well, have you ever the emotional toll? Was have you ever trained with a person or like at a school where a lot of people like that's the only place they've ever been? Um, and like yeah, here it, and there, not as much because I I train with a lot of people who are just like misfit toys. You know what I mean? I got gotcha. <laughs> so yes, done I've done I've both. Been to some places I've done both where um. The last Taekwondo school I trained at was a lot of this, like, it's too homogenous. Everyone there, that... Well, that's what it becomes. It was, it, and it was, I mean, all right, I don't need to have an opinion on the program. Um, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but um, there were plenty of people there with, from white belt to multiple degrees of black belt, had never been anywhere else. And it was, they were like weird cult figures. And it became like a weird study for me. I trained there for um, nine or ten months. And about four months in, 
I think I just decided to stay just to see, just to like study it. Just to see what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But it got weird to the point where like, there's just weird shit they would do that they thought was normal, that everyone did. Mm -hmm. And then they would look down on me. Mm -hmm. That's And I'm like, wait a second. Like, I just crushed all of you in everything that you do. Yeah. Like, it became like a personal challenge for me to be better at all the things they thought I sucked at. That's exactly how it was. That was just fun, right? Like, I was just enjoying, I was just doing that because it, you know, I don't know. But that's even, uh, you you take a scope out of that, like, what you're you're doing and intentionally and like how you're carrying yourself like in a negative way you know what i mean it it's sucked like, yeah not good for it you. was not good for it's me at terrible. all but like, what it what it did was give me an appreciation yeah for the places that i come so that, from and also with, like, i'd never been on that end of it i'd yeah. never been on the end of like being the outcast of right. being the person that everyone's trying to put down and say sucks mm-hmm. and so i was like all right i'm gonna use that as motivation to get better but then i'm also going to use that to just see what it's like to be on this side. Yeah. yeah. And then not treat people like this. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't, sort of don't, no is. one should be what I'm going through. You start to like feel like I'm never going to put this on somebody. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I'm and never going to do this to somebody. I use like, ultimately I used it for that because it really beat that. I'd never really been on that end. I didn't know what that felt like. Right. And I was like, shit, have I done this to people? Yeah. I'm sure I've done this to people. I cannot be this. I cannot be that. Yeah. And um, that's, that's a weird spot to get into too. It's like, I look back at certain points. It's like, I'm not perfect. I've done some bad shit. Oh. Sometimes I've done some bad shit without even realizing it. Again, like the, you look up at the cult thing. It's like, you yeah. do things and you think it's normalized. And you're like, oh shit, I and was in the cult. And you look back like, oh fuck. Oh boy. I got some bad karma coming. <laughs> yeah. That's coming that's back coming on back me. Oh man. Fuck. Yeah. Um, that's that's god that's like that's where you can get into like hero worship in martial arts and like mm-hmm. you can get into just like I, I don't know you just got to get clinical with it let go of the fucking he's my master like martial arts movie bullshit you gotta get yeah more clinical with it in my opinion agreed it's less fun you know like you gotta like <sighs> the movie aspect is cool but you got to realize that, like... It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you Movies only... last two hours. Life <clears throat> is life. <laughs> life is a lot longer than that. Yeah. And you got to realize that, like, it's not it, not happening, man. Yeah. You know? So that's, like, if you're in a martial arts school and you're, like, questioning that stuff and, like, other people are questioning that stuff, you should probably start talking to each other and then, like, comparing notes and then you should... make a decision and probably get the fuck out. Or... You should start... Uh testing the waters in other places yeah don't show up for a night show up somewhere else <laughs> yeah if you get a bunch of texts that you're that you know like, where the fuck were you like this that or if you if you were to be tagged in the play you know in a picture elsewhere like what that would do like it's very funny like yeah it's funny how people get like that man yeah i don't know but i don't know yeah but even then like i, I want more of this the positivity like it's like people that move away like whenever they pass through they make it a point to stop Come by. Back. Like, that's, that's so cool i love that like, i love that i want more of that and less of like i'd love to see an old friend come back and just train for a night right you know and even if like especially if they don't even train anymore and then they come in and train yeah that's even bigger that's even a bigger compliment yeah like i missed you guys like yep that's so cool and it feels nice it's neat to see people from the past in a positive light you yep. know get back into it uh, and i've had a few people pop through recently that were you know kind of like resurfaced and I'm like, oh, awesome. fuck yeah dude like it's so cool and then like my buddy like he moved up to cleveland like he always he stops in from time to time like people just you know if 
I think again, if like as an instructor, it's your job to like leave people with a positive experience to want to come back to it. Like, of mm -hmm. course, you go somewhere and someone gives you a shitty time. Why would you want to go? Why back would you want to go it? back? Yeah. Unless again, it's like the people that are so into it, they'll take the beating and come back. But that's point one percent. Like, and that's that's bad business. It's like weird. <laughs> you you don't beat want the that. fuck out of everybody and then expect people to come in and be like, "Why the fuck aren't people coming?" It's like because you're a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Um, that doesn't work. It just doesn't work that way. Sorry. Yeah, hard training and getting beat with a stick are two different things. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, like having been a part of like bad egg, good egg. It's like I see a good functional environment. I see a very bad toxic. Mm -hmm. If you, I don't like saying a toxic <clears throat> word, but like. It's kind of toxic. It's a toxic environment. Like, yeah. uh, and that's the thing. It's like, if in retrospect, too, you look at some of the people that are surrounded by some of the most wonderful, warm, loving people in the world, and it brings out the worst in them. Mm -hmm. It brings me... Well, the worst in you sometimes. The worst in me, absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm, I've done that. You know, so like, like, it's very... It's like it leaves a bad thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, that's but, stuff you got to fucking avoid if you can. Like. <laughs> avoid or, you know... It, if you get stuck in it, treat it like when, you know, if you, like, heard in uh, Star Wars books where Luke Skywalker became a Sith Lord for a little while, just to see what it was like, to understand the bad side, and then came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's like, yeah. That's how I try to look at it, of, mm -hmm. that's the time when I went to the dark side for a little bit, and I learned what the dark side was like, and learned their motivations, <sighs> and understood them as people, and yes. I came back. So I can look at them without hatred, yeah. but I also know what's going on. Yeah. You know. That's why, you know, <laughs> I think that is sort of like, <clears throat> that's your shadow work. As yeah, it's your, sh your shadow work, but it's very, that's very like, um, it's immersive, immersive and very, um, literal and taxing. Yeah. It's, oh, it it's is. One thing it's to read about it and it's another thing to, to do it, do. but you got to do it. And in some ways, if you really want to understand it, it's just, can you do it and not get sucked in and stay there yeah yeah can you bring yourself back that's uh yeah that's a, that can be a really slippery slope mm -hmm. yeah it's and, and just because like from coming from my experience like i was a naive kid and yeah. like i grew up you didn't know yeah it, and, like, i did I the same know, thing yeah and then like i was just wrong you know i, mean, I was just fucking yeah but by, by the time i <laughs> by the time i started to realize if i was in a, a bad spot and doing things that were wrong i'd been doing them for years yeah and i was like oh shit right yeah. <laughs> uh there's you know, inherently good in me that always came through, but there were definitely some, some times and some things where I was not a, a good human. Even yeah. If I thought I was. Yeah, I know. That's and you're the like, tough spot. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're fuck. Like, sorry God about that. that. I've evolved. Yeah. Past this. And I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that, things, that's, yes. that you're going to remember me like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, you, you, path of someone who goes all in that's it yeah unfortunately you get you get all those different things um oh but that's the cool part about going all in is you know you get to experience every emotion and have all these different adventures and all these different sides of everything and if you're in it long enough you see that you're in the, you're in every bit of the circle oh yeah and then it becomes then it becomes a well-rounded thing right that's kind of how you get well-rounded. That's how you can do one thing and be all things. Right, right. right? And whereas, you like, if you half-ass it, you never really get that. It's just a hobby. Right. But, but then yeah. life is just a hobby. Everything you do, you're never, you're never there. Right. Oh, so, uh, that's weird. 
yeah, it's just, I, I've never, I would never sit down and be like, this is what you should do as a white belt, and be like, you should fucking, you know, be in this terrible place, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, put yourself in a bad place environmentally. No, yeah, I would, I wouldn't say put yourself in a bad place, but like, if you like, um, there was a kid at Ronin that had the opportunity to go live in Thailand and do Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. And he was a young kid, um, 18, 19 years old. He was teaching. Nice kid, man. Real And, like, he'd come over and talk to parents at the delinquent parent table. And um, he got an opportunity. We were all like, do it. Don't come back. Yeah. And he yeah. just laughed at us. Like, he's like, because very few people encouraged him. Except, like, you know, people they trained with. But, like, he saw us as just parents. Mm-hmm. Didn't see us as anyone that did anything. Right. And he always thought it was cool that we're a bunch of parents telling him to just go live your dream and just fucking stay there, dude. Oh, God, like, God. do it. Girl, be all in. Yep. And he always thought it was funny that we were, like, so happy about it. Because I think um, other adults in his life that didn't do Muay Thai or martial arts weren't. And, like, it was funny. Uh, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, people view it as a very extreme thing. Like, well, it is extreme. It thing. is. Like, uh, we've done it for a long time. Dude, so it's, like, the norm. It's but, normal like, for us, yeah, but... Uh, people yeah. do look at it as a thing, like. But it's a it's a beautiful thing, man. If you can really go and like experience the world, so many people don't get to know that the world exists. Yeah, man. But well, that, especially like, you look at it like a scalable point. Like, you go and train, you go elsewhere and train. You're putting hands on so many different people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're no, making I mean, connections, a very literal connection with. The people and environments and food and I mean even just weather experiencing weather like in a tropical environment versus like if you're way far north in the tundra versus the fucking midwest you know I'll never forget the time I went to um collegiate nationals in like, in like January or something it was winter and we got on the plane with like layers of clothing on and we got off the plane and took all those layers of clothing off. <laughs> and it was, it was hot. And we're like, dude, it's freezing back home. And I'm shirtless in a pair of shorts at the hotel outside here. Yeah. And are like, oh, the world is different there, at the same time. That is very much <laughs> particularly like pre-tournament-y or anything like that. It's like we're an isolated population where we're like, a, you know, like this is where we're different, you know, in certain mm-hmm. aspects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's, you know, there's so much, like, natural competition in martial arts that's natural. We're fighting. But at the same time, people don't spend enough time to be like, we're a part of this strange, amoebic community that moves and is nomadic it's, and goes around and is, a, is connected all the time. We're all connected. And, and the martial arts the community... That's the thing we might have in common. Yeah. You know? Like, the martial arts community as a whole... Anyone who does a martial art is somehow connected to all martial arts in one way or another, but the, 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 the strings are thinner. Yeah. But then as you get into specific arts, get a little thicker. As you get into specific competition types, get a lot, a lot thicker. You know, and if, you, if you're on a competition circuit, I mean, all over the world you see the same people. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and it's, it, it, for me, it let me know how big the world really is. But then how small it is at the same time. Because yeah. I physically got to experience other places in the world. Other people, other languages, food, weather, everything. But at the same time, I get to see the same old friends. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're all in, you get to see that. And you get to realize, like, 
we're all here together mm -hmm. you know and it's warmer here in december i <laughs> yeah. want to be here in december yeah. but <laughs> no it's just yeah it's a very interesting community to be a part of you know mm -hmm. now most of that is something that has always pushed me to being more present and you know like none of that really it's on your phone. You have to go and experience. No, that's that's fighting. real. You're not going to be sitting there on your laptop. It's not second, bro. Netflix. You're fucking there. Yeah. You know, you're going and experiencing something like. And that's like, whenever we go places or whatever, like, uh, I want to find the local fair and find you know, and yeah. I, I want to find the thing and like partake yeah. in that and, and uh, weave myself into that. Oh yeah, you get to experience that. That's 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 just definitely one of my favorite things. Yeah. But um, you know. What I'd love to see in a movie, um, downtime between fights. You know, if you see it, if if you get to see a movie that happens to be like a good movie about a tournament, and it's a combat sport, it's mm -hmm. a good movie. How do you express the absolute boredom and nervousness and anticipation of I've got an hour until I fight again? Maybe, maybe I have ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe I have. Maybe I won't even fight till eleven thirty tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Like, how do you put that in a movie and make it exciting? Because no one realizes that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. That's uh, tough to, like, portray. That's the hardest part, man. I forget. There's this Tom Hardy movie where he's driving. I think, uh, what's it called? Lock. I think. Uh, 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 and basically, he's driving for... The whole movie is him talking in the car. That's awesome. But it's dramatic and crazy. His life basically falls apart on the phone in the car. Like, oh, neat. just unbelievable, you know. That's cool. I'll check uh, that movie out. So that is a way that I feel like he's just in a car for two hours talking to himself, basically, but you go on this roller coaster of whatever, you know, and you see this dude's life fall apart. Like, it's sort of similar. <laughs> oh, wow. That's like, neat. Um, see, that, w that would be a... That's a cool concept for a film. Yeah, like, oh. how do you do that with the downtime of fighting? Because <laughs> like, yeah, there's so much. And that's what everyone hates the most, is, like, oh, the downtime, the in-between. It's like, I just want to go do the thing. And... It's, you can't describe it to anybody. No. Like, you go to your first term and everyone's so excited. And you're like, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. We're going to be here. Like, it's, it's 8.30. The sun's not up now. And guess what? It's not going to be up when we leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, That's tough. They think it's all action. I'm like, matches are very short, guys. Matches are short. It's not that Breaks long. are long. Yeah. Uh, like, I hope, I hope you have enough food. Um, I hope you don't have to pee right before you go on. Um, <laughs> Dude, I've been doing that like my whole fucking life. Like, yeah, even before I, I did anything, kid. like my sister did gymnastics. And oh, so you're there. Are fucking insane meets. So, like, oh, dude. So I was in gyms before I was in gyms. Yeah, like, that's funny, man. Just sitting there. <laughs> but to know that is, you know, another cool aspect of being all in, man. Right. It's, uh, and yeah, like you're saying, like, there's opportunities to leave, and it's more than enticing to sometimes, and like, especially if you're at an all-time low. This, like, I just had a rough couple of days, and I had like a rough moment here and there. You know, yeah, like I'm fucking like, done. Yeah, yeah it's like goddamn. But then, you know, you chill out for a second. It's fine. But uh -huh. um, there, there is a time where you need to be like, yeah, I need to leave. Like, mm -hmm. uh, gotta step away for a little while to appreciate it. Yeah, and, uh, man, like, don't let those moments pass you up. Like, <laughs> I remember I got quote-unquote kicked out of the gym at one point. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I should have just never went back. Nope. Never went back. Fucking went Would back. not have been an issue. <laughs> yeah. But I went back, so. Fucking went back. Huge fucking uh, Yeah. You know. Yep. So, if you're in a weird environment, 
Get out Get out of there, man. Don't get gas. You don't need to be putting your money into it on a business sense, like, on a spiritual sense. It's draining. Like, it's absolutely terrible. Like, there's a positive If you're in a weird situation and you want to get out, um, look up what gaslighting is and what trauma bonds are. Yep. And research that and realize that you're in one. Yeah. And And be like, yes, it can happen to you too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, that shit'll never happen to me. It's like, oh. Oh, because you didn't know. It is happening. It is happening. (laughs) Look that up and diagnose yourself and get the fuck out. Um, Jeez. Like, that's the thing. Like, just knowing that that can happen and, like, people are people do it you know and like sometimes unknowingly unknowingly, yeah and some people do it knowingly and they don't fucking tell anyone exactly yeah like you can't can't tell the difference yeah you can't tell the difference (laughs) and you're most people aren't going to dig in to like really confront it and like look into it so it's like you probably need to leave like um it's okay yeah but i'm not like we're both instructors and have been for a while and we've both been through all that so we're not that way try not to be I don't, I, don't be, I, mean, I don't think I have it in my blood. I, still, I don't think I have I it in me enough, to do enough. that. I don't have the energy to do it, honestly. Like, that takes a it's, lot of energy. Oh, it's got to be exhausting to be hateful that much. To be hateful and insecure and this and shit. All that. Yeah, not yeah. into it. Can't hey, do man. It. Speaking of which, um, to bring this to a lighter note, I saw an interview with um, with uh, Sensei Kreese himself, right? Um, they went back to the original Cobra Kai school, and he was talking about shooting the original movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you know Karate Kid Part 3 was supposed to be John Kreese teaching Daniel. Oh, shit. Terry Silver wasn't even supposed to be a character. Damn. It was supposed to be 100% like Kreese's movie. Wow. But he got stuck in a... Um, he was on a series and he couldn't get out of it. Damn. And so they had to change the whole movie. Now, Karate Kid Part 3 could have been a great movie. They ruined history. I mean, I love Terry Silver as a villain, but that movie's weak. The yeah, plot, yeah, like... Yeah. And that's why, though, they rewrote it too quick. But, dude, can you imagine? That's insane. Oh, my you God. That's go so back cool. They need to go back and just do that. Like... I need that, like, hopefully they do that in the Cobra Kai series. Hopefully they give him... His day. Like, he needs his day. Yeah. Because as a character, dude, one of the greatest villains ever. But, um, yeah. I feel that. But, yeah, well, that would have been, been a really cool film. Because, like, to have Daniel taught by a, a, a Cobra Kai dude that he didn't know was Cobra Kai dude, shocking. To have Daniel actually go to Crease mm-hmm. and be like, no, I need to learn the ways of the, you know, how to, how to kill people, right? Like, yeah. I need to learn evil. Dude, that'd That's have been the shadow work. Though. That would have been unbelievable shadow work. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, very interesting. But yeah, good topic. I like that one. That was fun. We haven't had an intense one like that in a I while. I know. We've kept it pretty lighthearted, so we need to dig in a little bit. Yeah. But I was in a pretty like lighthearted streak there. Then I dipped. Then we dip a little bit. So yeah. it's fine. So going all in is not a negative thing. No. You will experience negative things. But it's not. But you will experience thing. a lot of positive things, and if you keep going and just stay with it. Um, I would say you'll end up with a beautiful gym in your basement one day. Um, yeah, like or, people, <laughs> people are like, oh, how did you get to this or that, that, get to that? Like, I didn't just, like, stop. Successful people. They're just like, I didn't stop doing it. I just, like, I never stopped. It's just like, how much time are you willing to put into it to get to what point? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to figure shit out. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a, that's such a hard thing to explain because people think time, okay, literally am I in it 24 hours a day? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Um, sometimes maybe, yes, I know. And like, but not always, but every day you're, you're hacking away at something, just, you uh, know, you know, I see like, I've had friends that are like, start the process of like starting businesses or whatever. And then like they hit the first thing of red tape and they back off. I'm like, nah, dude, <laughs> you gotta fuck that. You gotta keep going. Yeah. You gotta like, keep pushing it. It's base camp. Like, yo, let's go. 
let go of your timeline and solve this problem and yeah. then keep going. Yeah, I'm just like, I, and that personally, like, I just started doing stuff and then the back end followed. Most people are like, I gotta have a business plan and this and that. I have to have my ducks in a row. It's like, nah, I start doing it. Just start doing it and do figure it out as you go. Yeah, it might take a little bit longer. You'll hit shit, bumps, bruises, whatever, but that's life. Like, yeah. deal with it. But I prefer that end of it. I prefer going the other route. Yeah. Rather than sticking to this absolute game plan and only being able to do it this way, I like to just kind of go with things as they come and then it, eventually it happens. Right. If you keep going, you get it. Yep. You know? So, if you got something, you're teetering on the edge, go all in. Do just it. fall off. Just bam, go. Do it. At the very least, pick yourself up. Get out and be, you know, and go. At least you tried. Yeah, go do something else. Yeah. Try it out. Because I'll give you one more, one more thing. Having never accomplished any of my competition goals, and um, I was capable, could have done it, tried really fucking hard. No regret. Mm-hmm. It tried. sucks. I wish, I wish I had some of those medals and those stories and those things, you know, I travel. And, yeah. But the fact that I actually went for it, Man, I sleep well. How could you not? Uh, yeah, what would there's your no, life be like? There's that? no what if there. Yeah. Take the what if away. Yeah, the what if's gone. You know, my what ifs are, yeah, what if I slept more? Yeah, Probably would have yeah. done better. What if I were, like, hydrated better? Like, that had been cool. Like, that's a much better what if than, uh, what if I didn't, you know, if, if I, I, if I would have done that, if I would have went thing. there. You know, I'd rather then, nitpick on the back end and be like, oh, I could have done that better than just, yeah, like, I'd rather nitpick on my hydration status than nitpick on... I didn't I'm do man it at enough all. To do that shit, you know? Yeah, like, I know I'm. I know I'm there. You yeah, know, I tried. So it's a much better feeling. Yeah, and you have good stories. Indeed. Yeah. Love it. All right, man. We're good. I love it. Yeah, the coffee was great today. That was great coffee. Great back, conversation. Back room coming through as always. Always. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Have a great week. Oh. Keep your coffee regular. Yes. Peace in, everybody. <laughs>